Episode 3, Get Credo. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to Chain of Wealth. Today, we have John Doherty with us, an entrepreneur and digital marketing consultant. A graduate from James Madison University located right here in Virginia, he graduated in technical and scientific communications as well as online publication in December of 2007. John is the founder of a company called Credo, a company to connect to other companies with the right agency or marketing consultants for their needs. John is also an amazing photographer. Welcome, John. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. So let's dive into you a bit. Tell us a bit about your personal life. Yeah, so my personal life, I live in Denver, Colorado. I live here with my wife, Courtney, and we have, a, we have no kids at this point, uh, but we have a, about a 100-pound Black Lab Great Dane mix dog. Um, so, you know, he's like having a kid. Um, yeah, so <laughs> as you said, I graduated in 2007, which I can't believe it's been a decade since I graduated from university from James Madison in Virginia. Um, and moved moved around a ton, but we've been here in Denver since the very, since the beginning of 2017. Um, and yeah, we we moved here for the mountains, for the outdoors life. So we live in Denver, but every weekend we're up in the mountains, skiing, hiking, rock climbing, all those fun things that you can do outdoors. Fantastic, that's awesome. So speaking about college, if you could go back in time and give the college version of yourself any one piece of advice, what would it be and why? That's a great question. I would say probably to have a bit more fun. Um, I, I don't know that I really worried a lot about, you know, what I was going to do afterwards. I always felt like I could, you know, I could get a job. I, I feel very privileged in that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time, I was very good at managing my time. And I, I was one of those that would always get my, you know, if I had a paper due the next day, I would get it done by like 10 PM the night before and go to bed. So, you know, I, <laughs> I, I actually had a pretty like balanced life. I'd go to the coffee shop the next day and my friends in class would you know be five minutes before class and they'd be like crushing it to finish up this paper, you know, for a class. I'm like, yeah, I've been done with that for 12 hours. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I, I, I wouldn't say that college was super stressful for me. Fantastic. So what financial mistake would you say that you've learned the most from? Oh, I would say that my biggest financial mistake was not keeping an eye on my budget and our outgoing expenses earlier. Um, I've been one of these people that I've always been really good at making money. Um, I'm involved in some, you know, subreddits like slash R slash financial independent and entrepreneur. And there are a lot of people there that talk about cutting back their expenses handily, but they don't really talk about making more money. So I, I believe that you, you should always be trying to maximize um, your income. But at the same time, I, I, while doing that, I wasn't good at keeping an eye on our expenses. Uh, and so to give you an example, when my wife and I lived in San Francisco for a while and I, I got laid off a couple of years ago and started looking at our expenses a lot more closely, and one month realized that we had spent $2,500 on dining out, on wow. going out to restaurants and stuff. And we didn't even really enjoy it. And, uh, and, and so we, we set about to cut that back. And so for the last couple of years, we've kept a much better eye on our expenses and, you know, have been able to save, you know, quite a bit of money and, you know, saving for a house and all that. But I wish that I had started doing that a lot sooner. It's actually amazing how quickly the pennies can turn into dollars if you're not keeping a, a finger on the pulse and seeing exactly what's going on. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's easy, you know, 
lifestyle inflation is a very real thing. Um, and it's easy to do that. But I definitely think that, you know, even if you're making really good money, you should definitely keep an eye on, you know, your lifestyle and what you're spending and, you know, keep that in check and look down the road at what you want to be able to do in the future and what it's going to take to get there and be a, be a bit more um, uh, just pointed about, you know, about saving and, and reaching your goals. Definitely. So side hustles have become increasingly more important in people's lives as time goes on. How did you get into freelance digital marketing? That's a great question. So I actually started doing it because I was working for an agency in New York City and basically needed to make more money. So I had, you know, digital marketing skills. And my first freelance client was it was the parents of one of uh, my clients, uh, co-founders of one of my my clients at the time, and basically ha uh, helped his parents uh, rank better for their target keywords out in the, the Northern California area in the real estate space. Um, and so, yeah, so I just started doing it and did that for about a year, year and a half. Um, and, you know, made, made a couple thousand dollars a month extra and, you know, and then at, at some point decided it wasn't worth it because I was spending too much time doing digital marketing work and freelance work and didn't need the money anymore and needed more time back in my life. But, you know, I, I think, and I've, I've built numerous websites and side projects. Most of them I've let go. Some have stuck. Um, but I think it's, uh, I think it's a great thing to do and, and, you know, pick up those skills that can serve you well long-term. Fantastic. So tell us a bit about Credo. What exactly is it and where did the idea come from? Yeah, so Credo actually came out of that, uh, that digital marketing freelance consulting that I was doing. Um, so Credo is easiest way to think about it is uh, we connect up businesses. Um, mostly the ones we, we work best with are startups, digital marketing teams at companies that are growing and, uh, and actually other marketing agencies and web development agencies to help them uh, find uh, agencies or consultants that can help them, you know, continue to grow their business. So uh, around digital marketing, so SEO, content marketing, that sort of thing, either to, to augment their current team, to help them put together a strategy, what have you. I actually started doing it about four and a half years ago, almost five years ago now at the beginning of 2013, because I was getting out of doing my own digital marketing consulting and needed a place to send my clients, needed good people to send them to. And so basically wanted to build out a, a group of vetted, uh, consultants and agencies that I trusted, um, and then basically realized it could be a business. It kind of ticked along for the next couple of years as I went in house, moved across the country, got married, got the dog, all that good stuff. Um, but always wanted to do more with it. And then basically I got laid off and decided I got laid off on a Monday afternoon and decided on Tuesday morning that, well, really decided Monday night, but woke up Tuesday morning and said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give working for myself a go. Um, and so, uh, picked up some digital marketing consulting to pay the, to cover the bills, uh, short term and really indefinitely, um, cause I can always do that, but wanted to build out, you know, this, this company that's bigger than myself. Um, and so about two years on and, and still alive. Fantastic. So what made you the most nervous about taking that leap and starting your own business? Uh, honestly, just the, the fact that it might not work out. Um, I knew that I could pick up consulting work. Um, I have a very strong network in that area, and I've been fortunate to work with some really cool companies over the last couple of years doing that. And I still do. I still do some of that uh, for a couple of companies, a couple of big content and, and marketplace websites online. Um, but the the biggest thing was I've you know I've never started my own company before. I haven't dealt with subscription models and you know all of that sort of stuff, um, and really you know kind of optimized pricing and done all the customer support and, and all of that. So it's been a steep a really steep learning curve. I, I knew that I could drive traffic. Um, and I do, my site does 20 to 25,000 unique visits a month at this point, which is great. Right. You know, and it's just a, it's just a start. 
um, you know, my, my competitors are a lot bigger. Um, but it was really like the business side and being able to figure that out. So let's talk about how you go about growing that organically. Let's dive into search engine optimization. For our listeners that don't know, what exactly is SEO? Yeah, so SEO is the practice of getting your website and your content ranked better in the search engines for queries or you know groups of keywords, phrases that people are searching for. Um, so it's, it's a combination of things. It's, uh, it's your technical platform. It's, it's a bunch of technical stuff on your website, your, the structure of the code on your site, your titles, your H1s, your H2s, all that good stuff. Um, and then also uh, how your site is, is structured, you know, link pages linking to each other, and then also um, links pointing from other websites into your own website. So there's a lot of moving parts to it. Awesome. So John, there's a lot of SEO experts out there. How can I tell if I'm hiring the real deal or someone that just doesn't have no idea what they're doing? Yeah. So uh, first you should dig into their experience. Have they worked with websites like yours? How long have they been doing SEO? Um, all of those, all of those things. Um, and then they should also be able to give you some strategies that they've implemented for websites like your and businesses like yours um, that help them to drive more traffic. If they say, you know, oh, well, that's our secret sauce or whatever. Uh, don't hire them because um, all those strategies are public already. Um, and any good agency will be seeking to educate you as their client, not just trying to, you know, do the work for you and keep you on, you know, as a client indefinitely necessarily. Um, and then the the big one is they should understand how you make money. Um, so not just, you know, can they build links? Can they write content? Do they have a team of writers? Whatever. But do they actually understand like what's going to move the needle on the the metrics that matter for your business? So not not if they're talking about like, improving domain authority or number of linking root domains or whatever, those are, those are directional metrics. Um, but they should actually be talking about what the, their work is going to do to grow your business. It's amazing how education has become such a powerful driver for businesses. And it almost seems as though if you're not producing good content that people find useful, that you're really not going to succeed online. It's totally true. Awesome. So speaking about education in that light, what is a meta description and how does it matter for SEO? A meta description. So a meta description is a tag that goes up in the, um, in the head section of your website. So you have the head section, which has, uh, you know, links to your style sheets and that sort of thing. And then you have your body section, which is the main part of the site that people actually see. That's what you actually see when you go to a website. So a meta description is a tag up in your, um, up in the head of your, uh, of your page that, um, basically describes what the page is about. So when you search, um, for example, if you search like SEO consultant, get credo, right? Mm -hmm. um, a page is going to come up that my SEO consultants page slash pros slash SEO slash consultants is going to come up. Um, the blue link that you see is the title tag. And then the text below that is the meta description. Um, the meta description actually does not uh, affect your rankings. However, it can help you with getting better clicks from the, from the search results. So you should have your you know, I should have SEO consultants in there. I actually don't even remember what my meta description is on that page, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, if like if you search for SEO consultants and I rank on the first page for that, then um, the uh, SEO consultants within the, if I have that within the meta description, that will be bolded. Or if I have like, you know, looking for a consultant or agency to help you with SEO, the word consultant and the word SEO will be bolded. So those should help with uh, driving better clicks to your uh, to your website. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about links. SEO is all about linking. What is the difference between an internal and an inbound link? And could you give an example of when each is used? Yeah, for sure. So an internal link is a link on your website to another page on your website. 
So page A links to page B. Page B has an internal link from page A. Uh, that kind of link is used. So if page A has a lot of external links, inbound links, as you call them, which I'll talk about in a minute, uh, that page basically has a, a strength to it, or you can think of it as a score. Google talks about page rank. It's a one to 10 uh, scale. Um, they don't make that public. Uh, other companies like Moz have their own uh, metric. So Moz has domain authority, which is kind of the industry standard at this point. So let's say, and then there's also page authority. So let's say page A has a page authority of 50. Um, and it links out to uh, to 10 different pages. Each of those pages that it links to will get basically five points of you know equity or strength pointing uh, going to it. So page B can rank better because it's linked from page A. An inbound link or an external link, as I call it, is when, uh, so, so your site is site A, my site is site B. My site, site B, links to your site, site A. So my site has its own domain authority. Each page, of course, has its own page authority. And that link is Google basically and other search engines basically count that as a vote for your website that my website is linking to yours and saying, we, we are comfortable referring traffic to site A. Um, and so that link will help your site, site A, rank better. Awesome. I have a question that a lot of SEO consultants hear often and they never quite know how to answer it. So if I were to start doing SEO tomorrow, how long would it take for me to see results? Uh, that's a, it's a situational question because it depends on how, how many links you already have. If we're talking a brand new website, it depends on, uh, what, uh, what vertical are you in? How competitive is that? Um, all of those sorts of things. Normally the clients that I work with have pretty authoritative websites. Um, it normally takes about three to six months, uh, depending on what the changes are to really start seeing traction off the SEO work that we're doing. Um, but to go from nothing to ranking for, you know, semi-competitive queries or very competitive queries like SEO consultants, um, it can take a couple of years. Chainers, we're going to take a quick break and say a very big thanks to our sponsors. Chainers, would you like some awesome free financial advice and tips and tricks? Head over to chainerwolf.com and sign up for our free newsletter. We will give you the latest updates to our blog, free live sessions, as well as any awesome updates to the podcast, head over to chainofwealth.com and sign up today. All right. So, John, why do you think that people fail to create their business? I think the reason they fail is for a couple of reasons. One is uh, so some of those can be personal. So they're afraid to start, um, you know, and, and they, they don't actually put their effort into it and commit to, you know, if you're building a content site or even a blog, right? commit to writing one post a week and make it really, really good and find the people that are going to be interested in it that you need to basically write it for and then make sure that they see it via outreach. Um, so that's one, they don't commit to it. Um, second one is uh, really they they give up, right? Like your, your initial idea doesn't work. Um, you know, your initial business model doesn't work. And so they just stop trying. Um, and I, I firmly believe that you only fail in uh, in starting a business if you give up. Um, and if you don't ask other people for help. Awesome. So what books or other podcasts do you recommend for our listeners? Favorite business books. Um, there are a few of them and I have them at johnfdoherty.com slash recommended um, is my list of recommended books and podcasts and such. But my favorite ones are um, one by Yvonne Chouinard, who's the founder of Patagonia, the clothing company. Um, his book is called Let My People Go Surfing. I love that book. Um, ben Horowitz of uh, Andreessen Horowitz, the venture capital company, uh, venture capital fund in the Bay Area. His book is called um, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. 
And then for all business owners, I recommend reading uh, anything in the E-Myth uh, series, but the E-Myth Revisited is one of the best business books I've ever read. And then if you're interested in kind of the digital nomad, uh, passive income lifestyle, uh, Tim Ferriss' The 4-Hour Workweek, which has been out for a decade now, is still kind of the gold standard. Awesome. So what's some of the best advice that someone's ever given you? Oh man, the best advice that anyone has ever given me, um, man, that's a great question. Uh, so I think, uh, when I was younger, I had a problem with, uh, I have always been a very like kind of creative mind and I like telling stories. Um, and I kind of had trouble separating like truth from fiction. Um, and, uh, the best advice my mother, my mother ever gave me is, um, she, she quoted, I don't even know who the quote is from, but it's, uh, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we purpose to deceive. Um, so basically the advice is, you know, always tell the truth. Otherwise you're going to have to keep like, you know, keep stuff straight. What have I told this person before? And, and all of that. So, um, so really, um, you know, seeking to be as truthful as you can with, with everybody that you can. Um, and, and that, that will really serve you well the rest of your life. Great. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? Two ways, three ways, actually. Best way is Twitter, uh, at Doherty J-F, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y-J-F. Uh, my website is getcredo.com, G-E-T-C-R-E-D-O.com, D as in dog. Um, and then my personal website where I write about entrepreneurship and, and stuff that I'm thinking about is johnfdoherty.com. Awesome. John, you've absolutely rocked the interview. Is there any last advice you'd like to leave our listeners with? You know, I, I think I would tell people a couple of things. One is um, if you have ever had the inclination to work uh, for yourself, I definitely recommend that you give it a go and listen to yourself. However, don't just take a leap and jump out with no safety net. Be smart about it. Save up. Make sure you have at least six months of expenses in the bank um, and, and get something off, off the ground on the side. So one person that I really respect in the entrepreneurship world is Chase Jarvis, who founded Creative Live. He's also a world-class photographer. and uh, he, he always talks about, you have the, you have your nine to five, which is your day job, but then you also have the five to nine in the PM, right? That could be five <laughs> to nine. It could be seven to 11. It could be nine to one. Um, but the point is you have other chunks of time that you can use to, to work on your side hustle. Um, and so I definitely recommend doing that and then only taking a step, uh, into doing that full time once you know that it's working and it can support you. So don't just jump out without a safety net. Um, and then the second one, which I already said is don't give up. Um, you know, keep on going. The only, the only way people fail is if they stop, um, you know, so, so a, a specific project might fail or a specific business might fail. Um, but there are so many other projects and businesses out there that you can do. So keep launching. Um, you know, and if I, I always, uh, have found that if you, if you try 10 things, seven are just going to fail, two are going to work. Okay. And one is going to work amazingly. Um, and if you look at anyone like Pat Flynn of smart passive income or Tim Ferriss, people like that, they have a lot of things that they're working on. They try a lot of things. Most of them fail. A couple of them do pretty well. And then one just really, really works. There you go. Chainers, do a bit of research about search engine optimizations. See how it can help your business. And check out getcredo.com. There's some fantastic resources there. And it can definitely help you learn a little bit about SEO and connect you with business professionals that you can use. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Catch you on the flip side.